Welcome to Christ's Covenant's Advent devotional, The Righteous Life of Christ. My name is Tally Coughlin, and today's reading comes from Matthew 27, 15 through 23. Now at the feast, the governor was accustomed to release for the crowds any one prisoner whom they wanted. And they had then a notorious prisoner called Barabbas. So when they had gathered, Pilate said to them, Whom do you want me to release for you, Barabbas or Jesus, who is called the Christ? For he knew that it was out of envy that they had delivered him up. Besides, he was sitting on the judgment seat. His wife sent word to him, Have nothing to do with that righteous man, for I have suffered much because of him today in a dream. Now the chief priests and the elders persuaded the crowd to ask for Barabbas and destroy Jesus. The governor had again said to them, Which of the two do you want me to release for you? And they said, Barabbas. Pilate said to them, Then what shall I do with Jesus who is called Christ? They all said, Let him be crucified. And he said, Why? What evil has he done? But they shouted all the more, Let him be crucified. As the scene unfolds on the cusp of Passover, we are told that we are about to witness an act of mercy. The governor, positioned to be the generous giver of mercy, is faced with a choice. However, the true unfolding of mercy and grace we are about to witness is far beyond anything Pilate could ever offer. What we are about to witness is not the act of mercy any government had planned or what the crowds expected. This great exchange went far beyond the imagination of any human being. Suddenly, we're introduced to a new character, one that is well known to the watching crowds. Barabbas, a notorious criminal, a violent insurrectionist, a murderer whose hands were stained with innocent blood of others, and a thief who plundered his victims. Besides him stands another man, not known for violence, but is the Prince of Peace. He was not a notorious criminal, but one who is known for healing the sick and the oppressed, embracing little children, loving the outcast, and washing his followers' feet. Not a plundering thief, but the ultimate giver. Two figures stand side by side, Barabbas and Jesus. There are two contrasts for us to observe— a human offering of mercy and the ultimate act of mercy, a criminal deserving of punishment and the innocent savior. Here we see Pilate knows that Jesus is innocent. Pilate saw through the manipulative words of the religious leaders, he knew their motive was hateful envy and fear. Pilate caught between political pressure and an unsettling realization of Jesus's innocence gives the choice over to the crowds. As we contemplate the choice presented to the crowd, Jesus or Barabbas, we often assume that we would fight for Jesus to be released. The obvious choice for death was Barabbas, yet he is set free while Jesus, the sinless son of God, is unjustly condemned. One would be set free and the other would go on to experience crucifixion, a form of punishment so brutal that even the Roman orator Marcus Cicero referred to it as an abomination. One of these men would experience an almost unthinkable level of suffering on this day. But God's rescue plan will not be thwarted. The cross was not a random event, but a deliberate act of redemption. 
Because of his love for violent insurrectionists and the envious and fanatical crowds, Jesus endured the cross. When I speak of the criminal and the crowds, I'm not just referring to Barabbas and the religious leaders. I'm talking about you and me. I am Barabbas. I am in the crowd. I am a violent insurrectionist. How many times have I put myself and my desires above God? I am a murderer. How many times have I held anger and bitterness in my heart towards others? I am full of hateful envy, always craving what I lack, hurling accusations at God, questioning his character and goodness. It was my sin that nailed him to the cross. The humility displayed by Jesus before Pilate was not a moment of weakness, but an exhibition of divine strength and love. Here we see the Passover lamb without blemish, silently awaiting to take on the sins of the world. Here is the message of the gospel that makes this passage filled with hope. I am Barabbas, but he is the lamb of God who takes away the sin of the world. This passage fuels our hope, assuring us that just as Jesus conquered the grave, he will one day overcome all injustice, oppression, and suffering. Not only is Advent a season of awaiting Jesus's birth, but also of eagerly anticipating his glorious second coming when every knee will bow and every tongue confess his lordship. Here, we witness Jesus, the perfect Passover lamb, the incomparable exchange of mercy and grace that went beyond human imagination and reminds us of the depths of God's love. As we respond to this truth, we are led to awe-filled adoration and worship for the Savior who willingly bore our sin and shame. This exchange radiates the heart of the gospel. Christ took our place on the cross, bearing the punishment we deserve. How can we not marvel at the depth of God's love for us? Thank you for listening to Our Daily Rhythm. My name is Will Carlisle, and this Advent season, we are studying the righteous life of Christ, both at our Sunday gatherings and in this daily devotional, written by some of the elders, teachers, and staff members here at Christ's Covenant. In addition to these recordings, Hard copies of this devotional are available at the resource table on Sundays. If you have any questions about today's passage or anything else for that matter, you can contact our pastors and elders directly through our text to pastor line at 404-465-1737. That's 404-465-1737. Thanks for listening, and we'll see you tomorrow on our Daily Rhythm.